ladies and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. Yeah. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. Win. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your mouth. FRS Slam begins now. And welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you. Sup. Jamie. I don't know why I did that. We are going to be so negative on today's show. I just want to prepare us. the listeners now. No, no way. Be- we are negative about stuff. Because this SmackDown show... On a scale of one to ten, it wasn't good. It was bad. It was not great. Uh, We have a new United States champion, though. That was good. Bobby Roode is the new United States champion. And at no point did Dolph Ziggler come out. At no point did we really get any mention that Dolph Ziggler, you know, existed, existed. on Earth. I don't know what 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 is happening. Well, he was working out down the street last week, so maybe he's busy. He was. We have a source that that can confirm that he was uh, in town here in Arizona working out. I think he lives here, actually. He does. That. So, uh, so that was we, we we know he's alive. Uh, he relinquished the United States Championship, and now we know that Bobby Roode is the new United States Champion for now. Because I still think we are getting a Dolph Ziggler return probably next week to kind of confront Bobby Roode. I could see that. I'm surprised. I think it has to be because there's there's not going to be a moment for Roode in the Rumble unless he's actually in the Rumble and then Ziggler comes as a surprise entrant. But I'm I'm stunned. That Bobby Roode won this match. I'm yeah, stunned that I, Baron Corbin did not cost him that match. I had already talked myself into this. It was Jinder Mahal was winning the belt, and I was just gonna have to live with that. Corbin was gonna get involved. It was gonna be chaotic, and I was. And there was. It was a very clean match. Yeah, the Singh brothers were banned from ringside. They they announced that on the show, so you you had you didn't have that. So, uh, I mean, it was fine. Uh, Mahal's match with Xavier Woods was bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, and then this match was okay. It wasn't great. Was it? We didn't get a lot of emotion from Jinder. I don't know if I liked or disliked that. I mean, Jinder was doing some weird, like, like, like he felt like he was like almost like he was told, "Don't be the wrestler like the Jinder Mahal that wrestled when he was the WWE champion. Be much more neutral." Because that's what I felt like we got. He was doing some weird, like trying to pump himself up at points, like, like Hulk style Hulk up. I it was weird. I was very confused. Uh, so that was really the biggest thing that happened on this show because the Xavier Woods Jinder Mahal match took up the first half hour of the show. The first half hour of the show was taken up by Xavier Woods and Jinder Mahal. And you only have a two-hour show. Not exactly a recipe for success. And no. then you make no storyline progression between Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. They're just all buddy-buddy hanging out at ringside for this U.S. title match. Jamie, I wrote this this morning. What is the what, the one thing that has these two at each other's throats more than anything is making decisions without talking to one another. Daniel Bryan changed the U.S. title final to that night, and they just they just like oh you know Shane I'll just come out to ringside and we'll just watch the match together, no big deal. Yeah, I thought that was strange. I, I understand not wanting to maybe take another big step forward in the progression, but you at least have to have Shane McMahon acknowledge that Daniel Bryan just decided to move up a match that was supposed to be at the Royal Rumble, then was supposed to be next week. To that night. Yeah. Like, there was nothing. Because that was part of the storyline. Because it's you say something out loud, not meaning it literally, and Daniel Bryan makes it happen literally. 
Correct. That, that is the storyline, and this was the same thing. Well, why don't we just have the match tonight? Okay, we'll have the match tonight. Right, Daniel Bryan is now taking everybody at, at their word. Oh, you want that? Okay, we'll make it happen. So why isn't Shane confronting him about that? Yes, it was very odd. It was very odd. Uh, the only storyline progression between AJ Styles and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens was a promo that AJ Styles cut, which, can we talk about this for a second? Yes. I have a couple of, of, of problems. First of all, whatever writer put in there, hey, AJ, call Kevin Owens two people. It needs to be fired. That line being put in there is is disgusting. I'm just going to say it. I, I, I had so many issues with that line being in that promo that it took me away from everything else that they were trying to do. AJ's like, oh, I'm fighting three people at the Royal Rumble. So in my head, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to say style. He's going to say Owens, Zayn, and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I count Kevin as two people. And that was clearly a joke at Kevin Owens' weight. Well, clearly. Obviously. And there was no need for that. And and, and that is disgusting. It's just annoying. They don't need that in a promo. Styles is a babyface. He's supposed to be, isn't he? He doesn't need that line. That line is a heat line, right? It, sh- it should be. Right. So you're not trying to get heat on AJ Styles. AJ Styles is the baby face in this feud. So that line was stupid. I very much enjoyed uh, the Cammy stuff. That was pretty funny. I, I did actually enjoy that a lot. Uh, he called Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn Cammy and says this isn't the Cammy show. This is SmackDown Live. This is the house that AJ Styles built. And that was all we saw of AJ Styles for the rest of the night. We didn't see any Sami Zayn. We didn't see any Kevin Owens. That was it. That was all we got from them. Yeah, it felt like that whole show was in neutral. Like it felt like the NXT show that happens every once in a while, right around the end of their tapings, that are just there, where they just throw all the random matches together. This, that was, they, the, this was that was this version of SmackDown. Yes, I uh, imagine I imagine next week SmackDown is going to be a little bit more must see. And then Jamie, let's talk about it. We get a video package. With, yeah, Carmelia, Carmella, Carmelia. Sorry, Natalia. This sounds like Pokemon. Tamina, Lana, Naomi, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, and Becky Lynch each using their iPhones or whatever phones they have to take these selfie-style promos, uh, to cut these selfie-style promos about being in the first-ever Women's Royal Rumble match. And I'm here to tell you, Jamie, that the WWE has a problem. So They have one woman who can speak on a microphone coherently. I don't know why WWE felt the need to expose the fact that none of their women can talk. Except for one. Except for Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is the only one who can carry herself on a promo. All in a five-minute segment. But they did. But they somehow did. Uh, That was... A terrible idea. This is one of those, they're sitting in the room and they're like, you know what, guys, what if we have each of these women speak about being in the Rumble? And I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. There was nobody in the room who raised their hand and was like, wait a minute, none of these none of these girls can cut good promos. And again, one, they can't cut good promos, part one. Part Sarah Logan in particular. Two, well, we, we've all known that. Part two is you feed them these Corny as hell lines to say. Specifically whatever Ruby Riot said. Well, Ruby Riot, like it's chaos in my DNA and Liv Morgan, I'm going to live forever and something about like wolf blood or something in Sarah Logan's promo and and and, and Naomi with the, everybody's going to feel the glow. It sounds, it's just, it's so slap you in the face fake. That just it's tough to watch. And for this, for them trying to use this to build up toward toward a match, it did the opposite. I don't want to see this match. Like I'm still gonna watch it and I still wanna see it. But like this did not do any favors in trying to get me to be interested in the women's Royal Rumble. I I can understand where on paper they said, wow, this is a great idea. And I can understand them thinking, okay, we if we feed them lines, we can work them through their issues. It was just a concoction of awfulness. I have a question for you. 
We're, we're, we're doing a men's Royal Rumble. We're yes. doing a women's Royal Rumble. By the way, I didn't particularly love the, the, the like, Shinsuke... No, no, no. I didn't like it for them either. ...selfie one either. No. So, but that was only part of the... But right now, I was going to get mad about the way they shot it. The talking was just so brutal that I, I, it's, like, such far down now. So we're, we're doing a men's Royal Rumble, and we're doing a women's Royal Rumble. The men's Royal Rumble has a lot of mystery around it. We don't know who's going to win. A lot of big names involved. I am beyond excited for the Men's Royal Rumble. I look forward to the Royal Rumble match each and every year. Jamie, I'm going to look directly at you when I say this. I have zero interest in the Women's Royal Rumble match, and it is not because I don't think those women can have a great match. I think they can. They have done nothing to build any of those people in that match for me to be like, oh, I'm excited. Yeah, I I don't feel the same way. I'm so excited for the match. Uh, They've built it terribly. I'll be perfectly honest with you. It's been... From the night it was announced on, it's been booked terribly. Oh, the night it, the night they announced it was also a poor booking decision. That's what I'm saying. So from there on, so the whole the whole booking of this whole idea. But has I been am bad. still excited for it. I, I'm I'm curious to see how the match goes off. I want to see which legends and which NXT superstars are going to be in this match. I want to see the finish. I want to see who wins this. You see Trish Stratus confirmed I did. for Raw 25. Yeah, they did. They added Trish Stratus last night. So, just saying, we will see because I'm not fully like. Here's the thing. There is a 0% chance anybody not on WWE's active roster right now is winning the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, 0%. Does Daniel Bryan count? He's on the roster. Okay, so yes. I mean, somebody that's not like... So, like, Kenny Omega's not coming over. Nobody from New Japan's coming over. It'd be pretty cool, that, but That's no. going to win the Rumble. No. None of the legends. Baron Kevin Cor- Nash isn't going to go into the Rumble and win it. Baron Corbin right? winning the Royal Rumble. Let's, let's don't even say such things in the world. But you know what I'm saying? Like when Sergeant Slaughter makes an appearance or whatever, he's not, he's winning. not winning. Correct. I'm not sure that's the case with the women's world. Beth Phoenix could win the women's world. Beth Rumble, Phoenix could win. And Trish I would be totally okay with it. Ronda Rousey could win. Yes. Somebody from Enix. Would it be the most crazy idea in the world if Peyton Royce won? Yes. Is that really that crazy? I think it is that crazy. Now with no page, I'm not sure that's that crazy. But I do agree with the notion that but there I are feel more like choices. Twenty percent chance somebody that's not on the main roster for the women or not currently under contract before like a week ago could win the women's royal. Who's Rumble. winning the women's royal rumble? I think it's still Oscar, but I'm starting to like lean a little bit more towards somebody that's not on the main roster. I'm starting to lean more towards the field here, which includes Peyton Royce, which includes Beth Phoenix. I don't think Ronda's going to be in the rumble. So, I don't think so either. So I so I think you have to rule her out. Uh, are they really going to give it to somebody returning? Is Trish Stratus really going to return and win the Rumble? Only, obviously, if they're staying through Mania season, clearly. Well, well clearly, yes. Clearly. Winning the Rumble I mean, does clearly. See, to me... It makes no sense for Carmella to win. Let's, for example, like, let's go through the roster. Carmella can't win. She's missed money in the bank. Well, she it's, can win. It ruins the gimmick. I think there's a better chance of a legend returning, being in the Rumble, and then winning the belt before Mania to face the Rumble winner than a legend winning the Rumble. I disagree. I think there's a better chance that Beth Phoenix returns at the Rumble than, than like wins the wins the uh, the belt on like a TV show or a pay per view, no, and I then th- faces like Asuka at WrestleMania. No, I, th- I think if, if Beth Phoenix is going to wrestle at WrestleMania, it's because she won the Rumble. Again, I still believe Asuka needs to win the belt at Mania and stay undefeated. That, to me, is the ultimate end goal. Because, again, I am going to build towards this Charlotte-Asuka feud until it's li- literally impossible for them to do it. So until Asuka loses or until Charlotte loses the belt, that's the dream I'm pushing for. 
I hope so. I fantasy booked that on, on the show. I, I, that's what I wanted so desperately. That bad. is a great idea for them to go down. I'm not as optimistic it's going to happen. But I, I think there's a very strong and, – and I, as I say this, I'm trying to think of what the internet would say the Monday after. And do you – this is your opinion because this is a thought that just crossed my head. And, and you're, you're a fellow wrestling mark. Do you think people will be mad if, let's say, Beth Phoenix or Trish Stratus or whatever – a legend returns and wins that match. Do you think people will be mad that it wasn't somebody off the active roster? Yes. Do you think we'll get the an Ellsworth syndrome again? Yes. Yes. I kind of think so. And I, and I and you know what? I would be one of those people. It's tough to sell me on the idea, and I'll use a sports analogy. It's a tough idea to to say to me in five years, Peyton Manning could come back and be a better quarterback than Carson Wentz, right? Yeah, but it's, it's a little different if you said it's not that he's coming back and is a better performer over the course of a season, but if we did, let's say Peyton Manning shows up at the Pro Bowl Skills Contest, is it crazy to say Peyton Manning but it's could not throw the Pro, Carson Wentz? But it's, but it's, it is. It's a Royal Rumble match. No. That's not a regular match. You never have a Battle Royal type match in any other scenario. Like, it's not like you wrestle one-on-one -on -one Battle Royal matches on Raw every week. True. So what I'm saying it's a gimmick. So but maybe there's that still the, the endurance that, factor, and I'm always going to lean towards somebody who is younger and fresher. And, and see, but that's it, different than I was thinking. Are would you be upset that you say your women's roster is so great, but you don't give one of them the opportunity? Yes, and is that what you'd be more and, upset and, about? Yes, that's okay. the other reason. That's part of it as well. You're going to tell me that Beth Phoenix or Trish Stratus, uh, again, Jamie. I I, I I hate bringing him up because then it gets people all excited. But why did CM Punk walk out? Well, one of the litany of reasons, because I, I, you're leading me on with this question, one of the litany of reasons was that they weren't pressing, pushing fresh talent, and they were using part-timers too often in those main event spots. And is it in, in doing a Women's Royal Rumble, you're trying to be revolutionary, correct? That's correct. their idea. Is it really revolutionary and good for the future of professional of women's professional wrestling to have Trish Stratus or Beth Phoenix return to win that match instead of putting over somebody like a Becky Lynch or a Sasha Banks? It's good for the company mainstream. Beth Phoenix is mainstream. Trish Stratus is mainstream. Oh, Trish Stratus would be. Yeah. Ronda Rousey is mainstream. That no, I'll no, give no. you. There's two different ways. There's celebrity mainstream, and there's you're going to get a little bit of attention. Is there a name people know? And if they give it for somebody from the Attitude Era, like a Trish or a Lita, you stand the chance of, like, of older fans kind of getting them back. Charlotte is the right answer here because of the flair connection. Well, yes. But she has the belt. But Charlotte's always the right answer. But, but Charlotte has the like, belt. Like, I hate she to break it to everybody. Charlotte is... Awesome. Yes. Like, I don't, I'm running out of words. By the way, the, there's going to be no Tessa Blanchard in the, uh, no, in the Women's Royal because she is all in. Just like you and I are all in, Jamie. We are all in. Although we don't know where all in is going to occur yet. So I'm, I'm still waiting on that. So We're mostly in. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Okay. Okay. You and I are going to do a draft. Okay. Okay. We're going to go back and forth. We get five names. Women's roster? Women's Royal Rumble winners. I give you the first pick. Oscar. I shouldn't have given you the first pick. <laughs> Um, I will take Becky Lynch. Uh, should I write this down? Yeah, let's write this okay, down. All right, hold on, let me get a piece of paper. So you took, you took Oscar. You took Oscar. So this is Jamie. You're on the clock, by the way. Oh, I, I, oh, you didn't want me to go again. Um, you took Oscar. This is great. This is great. Give me Nia Jax. You want Nia Jax? Okay. You stole my my next. You stole both my picks, by the way. So I have Becky. By the way, Rousey's now the odds-on favorite. She's not going to be in the match. She's just not going to be in the match. Uh, I will take Sasha Banks. So it's on That's a good one. I wanted that one. Yeah. Well, I wanted Oscar Nijak, so. Um, 
This is good. I like this. We're on the spot. We this. this was not something we planned on doing when we came in here today. Give me Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. You know why? Because I don't think she's going to be in this, but I, everybody else is kind of in the same range for me. Yeah. So I'm going to take, take the chance because if she's in it, she's winning, mm-hmm. as we've talked about. See, this would be a great spot to get like a page, but Paige isn't going to be in the match. Uh, Paige would have gone already if she Beth helped. Phoenix. That's a good one. I was going to do that one next. Beth Phoenix is my next pick. Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> Bailey. I think they're going to let Bailey win. Um, Shayna Baszler. Ooh, I like that one. I hope none of these win and we're all wrong. Who's winning if none of these eight ladies win? Who knows? Uh, give me Nikki Bella. Nikki. Oh, that's such a good pick. I was going to do that. Um, so you have so your final, Asuka, Nia Jax, Ronda Rousey, Bailey, Nikki Bella. So far, I have Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Beth Phoenix, and Shayna Baszler. And I need one more. Give me Trish. Give me Trish Stratus. I thought about doing Yeah. I thought about having Trish on that list. Can you tell, like, when, okay, I was just on the clock. Can yes. you name me somebody on the active roster that's be- a better choice than Trish Stratus? On the active roster? Uh, uh, that's the, still available? Right. That, we, that hasn't been picked. Because I can't think of any. Um, Does Oscar Nijax, Becky, Sasha Banks, and Bailey were all gone? On the active, Carmella? No. Again, I don't think Carmella makes sense. Natalia? Naomi, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe Naomi is a good pick there. Naomi's probably the only other one. I can't um, think of anybody on the on the Raw. main roster. Yeah, Naomi. You could have put a Peyton Royce or a Billy. Kane I think in Peyton. There, but... I think Peyton Royce would be a great choice. I know. I know you don't. You disagree, but I think Peyton Royce would be a great. No, choice No, no. In NXT call up winning, I'm cool with. I said Peyton Royce, and you said no earlier. No, I don't think she's going to win. Oh, okay. okay. You're saying, gr- okay, okay. In the, okay. In the context, I thought she was rejecting the idea no, of... No, 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 no. Oh, I don't okay. think she's going to win. I'm not Fair. rejecting the idea of if she wins, would I be upset about it? No, I think you're making a new star that way. Yes, I think that's a great way to call I think, somebody. I think honestly. Peyton Royce is a better winner than Beth Phoenix or Trish Stratus. Yes. I but agree. I think it's more likely that a Beth Phoenix or a Trish Stratus wins than a Peyton Royce. I also agree. That's where I'm at. I don't like when we agree. It's, it's, it's very bad. boring. Uh, so this is written in stone. No, it's really written in ink on a piece of paper. Uh, written in, I've, I've cemented it. Uh, no, so, again, ink paper. So that's stuck over there. Uh, what else do you want to talk about on the show? Because this uh, this SmackDown show was just, just, just black. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking, I'm looking to see what else. We have to talk about the mix match challenge, but we're gonna. Yeah, get yeah, that we'll, get that in the, yeah. we'll get that. We'll get that in a second. We got a lot of stuff to say about. We that. We got lots to say about that. Um, Randy Orton records a selfie video. I did. I was actually. I heard him. I was out of the room, so I didn't care. The Usos are were interviewed backstage. Both Usos were on the show. The Uso Penitentiary. That's don't make that joke on the air, please. They said it. Um, they did actually say it. Uh, so that's that's really it. That's what happened on this show. This was, it was a there bad was almost show. nothing happened. No, this was. A bad oh, show. by the way, okay. we have to go watch the fashion files because I didn't. I didn't have to. Oh, go Tanae but, Young. Yeah, Tanae Young was on it. Yeah. Tanae Young and Tanae Young. and Rusev Day and Happy yeah. Rusev Day. By the way, Chris. By the way, Rusev not on the show. By the way, them, their decision not to put the fashion files on TV anymore is terrible. Well, they got it. I under, I think I understand why they're doing it, it and it, I think well, they're wrong. It's not their idea, and it I got over. So they have to. They have to. They have to bury I it. I think they are wrong. Uh, mixed match challenge. This was I enjoyed this. Okay, so remember what remember what I said yesterday when you asked me about that. Actually, my my, my interest in it was waning. Okay. Closer. What's your interest level now after very watching the first Very high. I was very happy. It's funny. I I kind of turned it right on. I was like, man, what was I being a, a sourpuss about on on the show on the show yesterday? I don't know. It's like moody about the mis- mixed yeah, match challenge yesterday. Yeah, you were just being all just grumpy. Uh, I I very much enjoyed it. Okay, I, I liked watching Shinsuke work heel for a little bit. He at least he, sell like a heel. He worked heel against. I told you, fe- feeding a hot tag. Yeah, I haven't he, seen Shinsuke in that scenario. Yeah, Shinsuke was the heel against the hot tag to to Finn Balor. So that was interesting. 
Um, I do want to start with the presentation of it because they had Renee Young and Byron Saxon yes. first at ringside, and then at the end of the show they were at the top of the ramp. A very sports-like feel, right, of being at ringside, which I think is awesome. What I think they should do going forward for, for Raw, which I think is very easy, have a two-man commentary booth up at the top. Have Michael Cole and Corey Graves uh, at the top of the ramp. Then have Byron down at ringside. Oh, I'm sorry. Have Booker T down at ringside, although it doesn't really work with Booker T because it's bad. But if you have like somebody like Byron down at ringside as like a correspondent yeah. who like is like, you know, guys, I'm down here, and I know you guys can't see from your vantage point, but it looks like this or it looks like that. Just like how they have an Aaron, an Aaron Andrews on the Sunday football uh -huh. show. That kind of thing, right? That'd be cool. That would give it a noose, right? It's sports entertainment, right? So why not give it that sports-type feel? I thought the commentary team, Beth Phoenix, A+. A plus yeah, for Beth Phoenix. She started to fade a little bit toward the end. I think that she had trouble finding out where she should jump in. Uh, because obviously when you have Cole and, and Corey. They, and you they, have they, somebody in your ear. Well, also Cole and Corey, they work together how many shows all the time now. Their chemistry is close to perfect. They know when they're going to – they, they kind of have their canes down. Beth is only, I believe, her second time doing it. It's the first time in a live setting. They did a, pre they did a, a live run last week. But – she did a really good job. I was very impressed with her. She's as she gets more comfortable in it, as she gets used to people talking in her ear, as she gets used used to the cadence of both Michael and Corey Graves. Mm -hmm. She will be very, very good. Uh, I enjoyed the fact that look, this was a, this was a no, no commercial breaks during this match. No, we got the whole match uninterrupted, uh, nothing about it. And as we said, it's one match per show. And Jamie and I like that by the way. After the match is over, you know what? They're gonna make me look forward to it. I don't feel like I'm gonna get oversaturated with it by watching two or three mixed match challenge matches. No, all in one. If night. I had to... after watching two hours of the TV already, can I make one complaint? Sure. There's nothing different about the set. The ropes are the same colors. I'm not as worried about that. I know it's something you were very much looking forward to seeing if they would do it. It just looks like I. I... I would much rather them not make me wait an extra 20 minutes. To oh, no, no, no. Agreed. Agreed. But uh, doesn't it, it, to me, watching it last night felt like we just kind of threw this together. I, I see your point. I just don't, th it doesn't bother me. Okay. Your point is not invalid. It just doesn't bother okay. me. Okay. I, I, I don't think it's going to take away from the experience for me as we move on, but it was something I noticed because when, when it went off the air, by the way, I, I saw a lot of people, I had trouble finding it. Because I clicked on Facebook and I went to watch and it wasn't there right oh, away. I, I had no issues. I had to go and look up Mixed Match Challenge and then it appeared. It was easy to find once I did well, that. I actually had it set. Like there was a thing on Mixed Match Challenge set a reminder. Oh, I did not and do I did that. And I did that so it actually gave me a notification okay. to click on at two minutes before the hour. What was really cool is I could see which friends were watching. So I yeah. saw you and our buddy Blaine was watching. Franklin Steele right Yeah, a bunch of our, other, yeah. of our other friends were watching and you are able to see. Uh, they had Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch doing live, you know, live comments. I could see a few of them. Just the comments moved so quickly. Well, many what they were them. starting to do was pinning them to the top, yeah. so they'd always stay there, but they weren't, uh, you know, keeping up with it. And look, this is this is the big thing, and we're gonna just throw this number out there now, and it doesn't mean anything. Because I don't know what it means. We're gonna explain why. There were about 131,000 people watching this because in the top left corner of the Facebook watch, it tells you how many people are watching. So we know that there was about 131 at, at its peak watching this show. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if it's bad. I don't know what it means. It's going to take us – look, if next week's episode only gets 60,000 people, then, then the first week was really good then, right? That's what it means. It means the first week was really good and the second week not so great. They, they over-exceeded in their, in their season premiere. Here's the one thing I do know, Jamie. Three million people watch Monday Night Raw. Two-plus million people watch SmackDown. 100,000 is not three million or two million. 
It is a small percentage of their fan base that watches Raw SmackDown, and that's where they're advertising this, right? Yes. You were hearing all about this on Raw and SmackDown. They were only able to carry over about 100,000 people. Does that concern you in that context? I don't know yet. I don't know because I, I, it would be it, it would be irresponsible of me to look at those numbers with without literally any context. But we have nothing to, to compare it to. I don't know what Facebook what, – what are other shows on Facebook Watch get? Right. What, what do they see the return? Now, what I can do is if I see, okay, it was 150-something on night week one, it's 130-something week two, 110 week three, 90 week four, I can then look at that trend and say, uh, it's not catching on. Then I can look at something and say, okay, I can see a pattern here. Whether that number is excellent or awful, I can't tell you because I don't have any context in which to put those numbers. And we don't have anything to compare it to, right? If no. next week's episode also gets 130,000 – then okay, now we have two episodes that both got the same number. So now we have a baseline. If next week's episode does 200,000, then okay. Or if it does 90,000, whatever the case may be, now we have something to compare Yeah, I, I need a few weeks. And I also would like to know what other Facebook watch shows get. I wonder if there's a way to do that. And, and maybe, again, maybe we could do a little bit more research on it. But okay, Facebook you know, has. here's a brand that gets that – ha- I mean nobody's got the following WWE has, but – but does it concern you that a that a company that has two million people watch their television show only carried over one hundred and thirty three thousand people? No, okay. Because what I would like to see what the NXT numbers would be on the network. Because I I think we overestimate. Because here's something that I I will tell you from working in this industry that I know for a fact, that people's social media numbers and mm-hmm. their viewer numbers on their main product it is incredibly, incredibly difficult to get a high percentage of those people to a secondary product. So I'm here to tell you that right now, the Big Baller Brand Showcase Game 3 is going on right now, yes. and it has 26,000 people watching okay. it. Uh, Big Baller Brand Showcase. Bleacher Report has their uh, no-script Marshawn Lynch show. Okay. The lowest I've seen that is at 1 million viewers. Okay. Uh, the NHL has a couple of videos on here. Um, I'm just looking. Yeah, no, no, but these are just, again, just pieces of information. I don't and know if we're going to get – we're not going to get an exact answer but by to the way, question today. By the way, it is not – nothing – so here, uh, I'll just fl- I'll just turn this so you really can't see it, but it just shows you more shows under yeah. your watch list. I haven't seen the Mixed Match Challenge once yet. I haven't seen it once. So just, just, to, just to keep that in mind. Uh, so, yeah, there, there you go. That's all I got for you. Because a lot of this stuff is like video type stuff, like episode type stuff, which yeah. doesn't air live. That just kind of gets dumped like Netflix. So I don't know how to read into that too. Or like, how many people have watched it since last night? Right. The number and we gave you was what the peak number was at its live form. And I also can't. Let me see here. Mixed. I'm telling you, it's I can't find it at all. So I'm going to their Facebook page. So now, now here, for example, Jamie, I look up Mixed Match Challenge. Their episode pops up. One million viewers, one million views. So, they may have, they may not have the live attendance, the live numbers that they're looking for, but in totality, they're going to get to a big number because yeah. they can share it and people can watch it the next day. Or yeah, right now it's just one point two million views. So, now how many people watch it from start to finish? I mean, you click on it once it's a view, so they'll have a better. They will obviously have a much better breakdown of how many people are really watching it. Right, right. That's going to be the other important thing to, to keep in mind. So I was very excited with the first episode. It was fun. Uh, basically, it was like a house show match, basically what they did in terms of the That's style. That's what it felt like, yeah. Uh, so it was, it was fun. It was really good. 
and then uh, th- that was it. It was short. It was like 25 minutes. I enjoyed myself, and, and that was that. It was it was very, very good. So are you looking forward to week number two of the Mixed Match Challenge? I am. So that's good. Anything else? What's the matchup again week number two? I know it was good. Uh, it's Asuka. Oh, yeah, Asuka. Yeah, Biggie and Carmella against uh, Asuka and The Miz. And I need, I need The Miz and Asuka to continue to go on because I need to continue to see those video Those packages. promos were great. By the way, or the Asuka Mixed Match Challenge promos, language. they were both excellent. Uh, we, and one of them included Carmella, yes. who we were complaining about in her promo ability yes. in, the, in the thing. So in the right environment, Carmella can thrive. Correct. That was not the right environment for her. Carmella can talk, just not talk. On, that was your New York accent. Just not on, talk. I know, I know. It was just not on SmackDown Live, she couldn't. She was what was the she was in a she was in a uh, a dryer yeah she was in a dryer with an L with an L take this L by the way they're not winning take this L the a Miz lot is, of babyface heel the Miz you have is, a lot of double babyface versus babyface well I guess in that match you have two you have baby two babyfaces and, and, and two heels oh is Oscar a heel no Miz is a heel though so there's one heel in that oh, I guess Carmella's a heel Carmella yeah. Because otherwise, you, they wouldn't run into the problem that you said last night that you, if you have two baby faces versus a baby face and a heel, we already know who's going to win every match because the heel's going to take that pin or submission like what Natalia did. Well, clearly, I literally, I, we, were ta- we were going back and forth, and I'm like, this is the most obvious finish of all time, right? Like, Sasha yes. is, I, I said Sasha is pinning Natalia. Whatever. But my, my point statement. was, Sasha was going yeah. to beat Natalia to move on. They were going to keep Balor and Nakamura away from each other. By the way, disappointed that we're not going to get to see more Nakamura in this. That's at least the disappointment. Yeah, it's a little bit disappointing. But, but, but I need more of Finn Balor trying to do the Sasha it's Banks so thing. It's so good. Because it's so bad, it's good. It's, yeah. He does it so awful that it's actually entertaining. Uh, anything else you'd like to discuss here? We're, we're actually, it's a little bit of a shorter episode, so hopefully you have something to talk about. Wait, you're asking me? Yes, I'm asking you. Remember, this is where don't I... You, don't you know what happens every <clears throat> week where you ask me? He go off on some rant about something. Well, okay. Well, we need to talk about the elephant in the room here, and it's not the raw ratings because I'm not. Doing Are you going to bring this up? Yes. Okay. The Roman Reigns stuff. We need to talk about. Fine. This. You bring it up. I'm not bringing it up. I brought it up. It's up. It's been brought. So Roman Reigns, if you if you haven't noticed, is being named in a illegal PED ring. Now he's not being charged with anything. He's just being named. And the and the background is the. There was a drug raid, PED drug raid in Miami, and they picked up a gentleman whose name I cannot remember right now. And that gentleman came to a plea deal, came to an agreement with, with the, the federal or state or whatever, the prosecutor, law enforcement, came to a, a plea deal with them. And, you know, a lot of information was shared. And among the names that was listed and among the names that this gentleman has said in an interview of people that he had done business with is Roman Reigns. He has brought up Roman Reigns in this scandal. Now, Dave Meltzer has said that he has checked on this, that we're waiting to hear back. Now, to me, this only becomes a big deal if there's a paper trail, right? If this is just a guy who, who, had a, who has a plea deal and is, is trying to get a lesser sentence, names Roman Reigns, and doesn't have papers to back it up, WWE's not going to do anything to Roman Reigns. Whether guilty, innocent, whether it happened or it didn't, nothing is going to happen to Roman Reigns if there's no paper trail. If there are records that this guy produced to law enforcement and that, that this guy has that we that – ultimately become released and get into the public eyes of Roman Reigns doing business with this gentleman, WWE's got a big problem on their hands. Yes. A major problem on their hands because this is now, this will be Roman's second suspension and they cannot fall on the crutch that you thought they could fall on. And I'm not calling you out for this. No, absolutely. You came I was going to bring up that you, you, you steered me in the right direction. You here. came to me today and you're like, well, they can just say we've suspended them in the past and they can't because when he got suspended the last time, they made it clear what it was for. It was... I don't know. It was for some ang- – it was an anxiety or 
I get I gotta look this up. Roman Reigns suspension, and I want to see if if the WWE article uh, has the exact or the Forbes article or any article has this. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything there. I can see the. I mean, maybe he didn't. Maybe it didn't get announced. I remember Meltzer saying that it wasn't steroids. That is the, that is what, what I remember is that it was not for steroids. So they, I don't think they can fall back on that crutch of well, we suspended him in the past, especially if the documents prove that it occurred after when the last suspension was, which was what battle around around battleground around the Shield Triple Threat in two thousand sixteen or two thousand seventeen. Sixteen. So uh, oh yeah, sixteen. Bat- yeah, because around Battleground twenty seventeen is when Cena's promo one reigns was. So it had to be sixteen. No, no mercy was that. Was Let's that? See. Look up Battleground two thousand sixteen, and tell me what the main event of that show was. All these shows blend together now. What do you got for me here? Actually, I was finding. Uh, this is great radio. Just sitting here waiting for you to oh, look this up. Battleground 2016, Jamie. Whenever you're ready, buddy. Battleground 2000. No, I was actually looking up the thing to see what Reigns was. Oh. They said what Reigns Battleground was. Battleground 2016. Battleground 2016. What's the, what was the main event? I'm still looking up. All what right. Battle. Uh, so according to Meltzer, it was uh, something that masked fatigue and pain. Uh, Adderall was the, the belief. So... I knew that was out there somewhere. Okay, so Battleground so, Again, the original Sorry. question, Battleground 2016. All right, I'm getting to it. Jeez. Calm yourself. Well, John Cena was on the, the poster. Oh, the main event was Ambrose defeated Reigns and Rollins. So that was 2016? Yes. Okay, so that is now... So if, if, they, if the records... If, if we do find out that there are records and that there's a paper trail and it shows dates after Battleground, then we know that it occurred after his suspension. So then you can't fall back on the crutch of, well, we suspended him already. And a second – now, now hold on. This, isn't a, this would be a violation of the substance policy, but it wouldn't be a failed drug test. Correct, because he didn't technically fail their drug test. So is it, does it, is it still the same policy where it's then 30, then 90? I don't know. I mean, they make up their own rules. So, True. I mean, that, that's, as we, honestly, they make up their own rules. True. So they can say this is a different substance, this is different than – before but a second a violation test. of their substance policy has been nine. I think it, it has is it been sixty or ninety. I think it's six. Oh, I don't remember now. Either way, you're looking at it's, either. Two it's a while. Mo- you're looking at either two months or three months. It would take them out of mania season if this is gets done soon. It would. It would. It would. It would ruin their ability to get him into the the mania main event. Yeah, and without completely shoehorning him in, which or, which is a terrible message just then. Or he has to win the Royal Rumble. If something is going to come of this where he's going to be suspended. He wins the Royal Rumble, then immediately gets suspended. Oh, my because God. He can't, terrible for because them. he Because if he's going to have to serve a two or th- and, That's and by the way, terrible By the way, this them. is pure speculation. Oh, yeah. This uh, all could, have, A, be not true, or B, more importantly, maybe not more importantly, not be provable. But Bleacher Reports picked up on this. I mean, I saw it on the New York Daily News. This has become a mainstream story, so yes. we have to talk because about it. Because it does involve Roman and other Athletes that uh, have been named. Mark Wahlberg was named in this. And celebrities. Yeah, so you got a bunch of celebrities. So, so it's not just like this guy saying Roman Reigns was the only person. He was, no, no, was no. a name that was brought up. So let's say he does get suspended. Let's go optimistically and say that there, a second suspension is 60 days, okay? Well, when are they going to suspend him? Soon, right? Uh, yeah, they're going to need to do it if soon. If they suspended him today, he's out for February, he's out for March. How many days until WrestleMania? 100? 
What you know? You know not to do this. I'm doing this. So you made me look something up earlier, and and, and it was simple. It was it was easy for you to look it up. WrestleMania 34, I think is the one we're on right now. WrestleMania 34 is Sunday, April 8th. You wanna you wanna help me with this? I can do this. Eighth, you said. April 8th. Right, so 13 plus eight is 21. Okay. I'm going to trust whatever you say here. 49, 59, 69, 70, 80. 80 so days? 80 days. So if you suspended him today, he would be able to come back with 20 days left until wrestling. So that means if you're going to suspend him. You have to do it in the next 20 days. Yes. So if something is going to come of this. So basically, you almost, I mean, you have some time in February, but you pretty much have to suspend him either the first week of February or before the end of January. You have about 20 days to suspend him or else he's out of WrestleMania. If you if something is going to come of this, it is going to come of it in the next twenty days. And if it comes after the next twenty days, Roman Reigns will not be participating at WrestleMania. Yeah, that is how big of a deal this could be. And again, pure speculation as to what could come of this. Also, he's supposed to win the the dang title at Mania, so like that would be a big deal. Well, completely changes their plans. It does. Could completely change who wins the Royal Rumble. Could open up the door for a Raw person to win the Royal Rumble. Yes, it could. There's. N- now, WWE released a statement well, about... Well, they could do literally nothing. Now, WWE released a statement about... Was it Jimmy or Jay that got arrested? Jay. So, Jay Uso was arrested over the weekend for, I think it was a DWI. Yes. And they released a statement about that. They have not released a comment about this. And nor will I don't they expect until them something to. happens. Yeah, I don't expect them to. But you certainly have to think that WWE is taking this very seriously and that they're looking into this. It's got to bother them. That, At the, the very least, it's got it's to have them worried. The New York Daily News wrote a piece about it. I believe. I mean, I'm going to look up all the mainstream publications that wrote a piece on this because it's a big deal. I mean, this is something that Roman Reigns. I can't type today. Roman Reigns. I spelled. I misspelled Braun Strowman's name in a story like eight times today. Yeah, it was very Not bad. even his last name. I misspelled his first name. Uh, we're going to look up Roman Reigns steroids. See what that comes up. Okay, so here, here's what you got. Let me let me read you. I, I hit news. Uh, here, these are these are your headlines. Forbes, uh, WWE's Roman Reigns linked to $10 million steroid ring. Bleacher Report, Roman Reigns linked to steroid distribution ring by accused dealer. The New York Daily News, WWE superstar Roman Reigns accused of being linked to $10 million steroid ring. The Cle- Cleveland.com wrote a story on it. Uh, the Daily Mail wrote a story on it. Uh, I mean, you just have just everywhere writing stories on this. This is a big deal that is getting mainstream attention. They are obviously looking into this. Right, they, the, the WWE has to be looking into this now that it has it is getting mainstream attention. Well, I'm, I'm sure they are. He's their top guy. Um, and it's uh, Richard Rodriguez is the gentleman that is claiming this. So uh, he did an, inter- an interview and he and he implicated Roman Reigns as a client in a steroid distribution ring along with Mark Wahlberg and Josh Duhamel as two of the reasons. Um, now I'm looking here at this story uh, by WrestlingInc.com, uh, which mentions that. Um, let me, let me roll through this here. Uh, the DEA arrested Rodriguez and raided the gym in February 2017. Rodriguez was accused of blah, blah, blah. It should be noted that R- Rodriguez's uh, allegations about Reigns would be before his arrest last February. Reigns was suspended in June of 2016, eight months before Rodriguez's arrest, but it was believed at the time that Reigns had tested positive for Adderall. So the, here, can I put on the tinfoil hat here? They may have covered for him and said it was Adderall. They also might, even if it was, if they want to cover for him now, if this is again indeed true, they can. They technically never announced what it was, true. other than a, a wellness violation. So they could say, "Oh, we already suspended him for that." True, but is it? it, it it's a bad look. It, it is, but it, they don't. 
you know, they don't care. They care if it's the guy they're trying to make the star. Yeah, but I mean, they don't care in the sense of because here, if this was John Cena choice of doing, ten years ago. But the thing is, if if it's a choice of and again, if this is all true, all the caveats. Yes. If it's a choice of we suspend him for thirty days, or we miss his WrestleMania, I think they will very much go with the oh yeah, we already suspended him for that. If it comes, because if it, I just. I yes, know. we'll see. But also, we'll see if there are more details that come out. I mean, if something leaks out with like, there's video. Like, the, remember, the, was it uh, who was it? it? Was a Taylor Teagarden that was the Rangers catcher mm-hmm. that was in that uh, that documentary that uh, Al Jazz did about uh, steroid distribution, where he was on video uh, buying those drugs and taking them. If something like that were to come out, then you're you're this is a whole different ballgame. Yes. If this just stays at known drug dealer accuses Roman Reigns, I'm not sure we're going to see anything from WWE. Again, if this is just some guy who you know is now cooperating with the Fed so he doesn't go to prison forever, now just naming people, it doesn't mean anything. Again, there has to be paper records. There has to be proof. You Look, I can on this show link somebody to something. It doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah, because you said it. Right. It, because it doesn't matter because I don't have proof to back it up. If, if this gentleman has proof, backing this up, that he's able to prove that Roman Reigns was a client of his, that's a whole different ballgame. That changes everything. And I don't think the WWE is going to be able to run away from that if, that, if that proof comes out. They're going to have to do something. And that changes, that changes a, a whole host of things for WrestleMania, for the Royal Rumble. It changes a lot. Now, I'm here to tell you, I know what people are going to – Jamie, can I, can I just look into the crystal ball for a moment? Sure. The Miz is winning the Intercontinental title next week, and everyone is going to look into that as, oh, Roman's getting suspended. Yep. I can just see it now. I can see everybody and their wild speculation I can, yeah, next I can see, week. I can see Twitter now. The, the Miz was winning the Intercontinental title back next week no matter what. They, are, they were getting that belt off of Roman anyway. They are not having Roman Reigns walk into WrestleMania with any belt around his waist. We've talked about that on this show almost every day for the last three weeks. So don't read too much into that next week. Although, of course, people will. See, Jay, I, Jay, I hate dealing in speculation because people twist your words and they take you out of context. I always hate doing that. Because, again, th- nothing may come of this. And nothing might be true. That is that's well. the other very Not, yeah, very this, likely this possibility. Could be making this stuff nothing. up, we don't know. Or it was true, and he was already suspended for it, and we've already known this, and it's just a bad look to get it cropped back up again. And it's a bad look for WWE for and for Roman and for Roman. It's a bad look, specifically when this is the guy you're pushing to. Or, because remember, do you remember at the time when that happened back in 2016, when mm-hmm. it was just Adderall? How everyone was talking about, oh, that's a bad look. That's the guy you want to push, and he and he gets yep. popped. Now, if, now if we learn that in hindsight. It was steroids, and they didn't say anything. That's not a good look it's for the company. Great. You want to put the belt on him in 80 days, so. Right. You're putting the belt on him in 80 days from today. So it will be interesting to see if anything comes out of this other than this gentleman just saying Roman Reigns' name out loud. Because that's all we have at this point. That is it. That is the only piece of information we have. But here's what I will say. People with inside WWE, if they didn't know about this, they are looking into it. I can promise you that. They are looking into this. Anything else? I think that's all. Okay. That's it. We're out of here. NXT tonight. We're doing our live radio show, uh, which you can catch. Jamie will tweet out the link. Jamie runs a Twitter account. Yes, at, at FRSLAM I was getting there. Twitter. Can you let me do my you, job? You, no, because you suck at it. Uh, we will be live from 10 to 11 p.m. Eastern time. 
Now you can go, Chris. I think we're going to talk more about this Roman stuff, you think? Well, we're going to talk a lot about this Roman stuff. We're going to talk about Mixed Match Challenge. Yep, a, a, lot, of, a lot of good stuff tonight. Uh, there's NXT tonight as well. We will review that tomorrow. You can catch, you know, there. I wrote two stories today. There's a bunch of other great stories on FRSSlam.com. Uh, I wrote the five things that we learned from SmackDown last night. And I wrote a great piece about how what Braun Strowman's hour of destruction on Monday is a key for uh, fixing Raw. Yes, and all the normal caveats here were uh, if you're listening to us in any other form except iTunes, we are now on iTunes. Well, we always were on iTunes. You just didn't know we were on well, iTunes. Well, you didn't tell me because you didn't do your job. Remember how good you said you were at your job? I'm you didn't very tell good me. At it. You didn't tell me. Uh, so, so for those of you that have been listening on Anchor or on FRSSlam.com, you can also listen to us on iTunes if mm-hmm. that's more convenient for you. And you know what? You know all the you all the stuff by now. Uh, subscribe, five stars, rating that helps us all. You know all that stuff. Well, Jamie's got to pay his bills. Yeah, like it's. I got to keep Chris employed because, like, he is, if he has too much time on his hands, although I he can't will... log into the system that allows us to see how much we make because I'm trying yeah, to do my taxes. He can't and, log into the system. And I asked both you and our boss if I was fired today, and you both said no, but you did not say no confidently. I will say that as of right now, you are still in the office. Yet. So I'm just here to tell everyone that one day you may not, I may not be on this podcast anymore. Just you know, Jamie may be here by himself. Uh, an unrelated day. note: the uh, Jamie Eisner solo, very, very, very solo wrestling podcast debuts tomorrow. Oh, really? I cannot. Uh, wait un- to completely to unrelated. Don't read into this at all. I cannot wait to to listen to that. That should be a, a good time. All right, guys, that is going to do it for us here today. We will be back tomorrow. Have a good one.